Oh, I'm lying. I'm promising I won't, but that doesn't mean anything. All I'm right. like a politician. I make all kinds of promises. <laughs> uh, we are here today at Cape Penlopen High School with Coach Percival, um, whose legend precedes him for many reasons. <laughs> we're going to dive into some things that have to do with CrossCoach. <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about the experience he brings to uh, the state of Delaware as well. Um, so before, yep, there we go. We're just testing to make sure. Okay, it looks like it's going. So here we go. Um, so, Coach Percival. So the one thing I'm curious about is how, why cross country? Like, how did you ever get into cross country, or would you ever ever gotten across country if it wasn't like something by accident that got you there? Or yeah. well, <clears throat> I was delusional in high school <laughs> and thought I was a football player. I was six one and weighed 145 pounds. <laughs> can imagine the kind of success I had in football. And I played football from 8th grade up until the end of my junior year. And where was this at? At Cape Henlopen High School. Okay. The old Cape Henlopen. Yeah. And my track coach had always, for two years, had been on me. Don't play football. Run cross country. Run cross country. Because I was a distance runner in track. Hmm. And all my friends were playing football. And that's just, you know, I wasn't ready to make the switch. And then at the end of my junior year, my football coach came to me and said, Rob, why don't you run cross country? And I figured when a football coach told me to run cross country, maybe it was a good time to make the switch. So I decided, okay, my senior year, I won't go out for football, I'll run cross country. And at the end of my junior year in track, I guess my best two mile time it was probably something like 11, 10, 11, 12, something like that. I ran cross country in winter track my senior year. Spring track, I got my two-mile time down to 10, 26. Yeah. So cross country made a big difference for yeah. me. Um, and you never ran cross country and played football at the same time? No, yeah. no. Huh. It would be interesting to see the impact that that would have had. Yeah, not, yeah, I don't know if too many people that ever did that. Yeah. You know, cross country right. and football. I know back in, way back, like in the 50s and early 60s, there were a couple of guys that did that. Sure. Um, but I don't, I don't know anybody that ever did it when I was in school. So it's fair to say after you ran cross country, then that experience you kind of, you were like, that was your sport that you wanted to coach? Uh, actually, track was the sport I wanted to coach. Yeah. But I knew that if I, if I coached cross country, it would get my distance runners ready. For spring, winter and spring track. Where was your first coaching experience then? Um, track or cross country as a coach? Where was that? My from? okay. I graduated from college in 1977. Okay. And I got hired at Caesar Rodney High School to fill in for I can't remember if I was in. Guy took a year's leave of absence, mm -hmm. so I knew the job was only for a year. But when I got there, the head track coach was a guy named Dennis. Mc Dennis McGran and Dennis knew I had some track background and he asked me if I would help him with winter and spring track and I said sure yeah. so uh, I guess November 77 is when I started coaching yeah and we were talking about this the other day but to your recollection how many seasons of coaching then because I think you've pretty how much how many seasons yeah yeah we had uh, 130. 130, right? That has to be the record. It has to uh, be the record. <laughs> Maybe yeah. for the Henlopen Conference. Yeah. I don't know about statewide. Sure. But <clears throat> this will be my 45th year. That's awesome. Coaching. Do you have a favorite course out of all the state, like your favorite course to actually run? 
And I'm, of course, speaking cross country. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, let me think about that one because yeah. there's been an awful lot of courses. Sure. I, I think probably Lake Forest's course at, at Killens. Yep. That's a, a great course. It's of all the courses, it's it's probably one of the most spectator friendly. You can see the whole first half mile of the race, and you can see the runners coming out of the woods for maybe two, three hundred meters, and then you can see them doing the finish for the last little bit over a tenth of a mile. So. Yeah. It's more than most courses. I think it's the most uh, <laughs> friendly to spectators and yeah. runners. And I mean, uh, and runners like that. Course. Runners, li uh, all of our runners have always liked it too. So I think, and you're right though, it's probably the most friendly for spectators for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do you see there being a big obstacle more so now than before for people to go out for cross country or the sport of cross country? Or um, I, I can't speak for other schools. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> excuse me. I do know Cesar Rodney's always have a, always had big squads. Sure. Uh, Czar Bloom up at Polytech gets lots of kids yep. out. Yep. And since uh, Matt Lindell has taken when Coach Pepper resigned or retired, mm -hmm. and Matt took over here, we've had some pretty big squads here. And sure. you know the success we had last year, I think, is going to get a lot more kids out. I mean. Yeah. The first downstate team to ever win a Division One state championship across country. Yeah, it's excellent. That's that's a big draw. Yeah, that's great. Do you see like if you were talking to an athlete, and they were to say, Coach, what would be the top three things I can do to be a better cross country runner? What would be those three things? Do you think that would it's be? a really for me? It's always been a really simple formula to be successful in cross country. It's a top secret, but I'll let you in on it. It okay. basically goes right, left, repeat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right, left, repeat. That's yeah. all you got to know. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, do you have a, like, and this is going to be difficult to ask you, but is this a, like a most memorable, like if you had a, all the memories that you had of cross country meets, coaching and thing, was there one, one particular event that you could recall that really stood out to you for a reason why? Two. Okay. Um, the first was when I was Vince's, Vince Morris's assistant coach at Seaford mm -hmm. and our girls won the Division II state championship. That was big because it was the first state championship for cross country at Seaford High School. Mm -hmm. And I've always, I, I've, I'm always like a guy rooting for the underdog. So I've worked with girls sports for a long time because when I started coaching, most schools, didn't have girls track, didn't have girls cross country, and I, that's what I worked hard for, is to get promote girls sports. Mm -hmm. So winning a, at Seaford with, you know, guy who was arguably my best friend. Sure. And then last year when helping Matt through what was definitely the strangest season ever because of COVID, yeah. being the first downstate team to ever win a division one state championship that that was pretty special it's excellent yes yeah, it's excellent what do you think is the best um variety of foods that are benefit a cross-country runner i get this question asked all the time for my kids they're like what is the best foods that i can eat as a cross-country runner and i always tell them pop tarts but that's probably not how <laughs> yeah yeah i'd get them to cut back on the sugar yeah. a little bit yeah yeah um Fruits, vegetables, mm -hmm. um, anything that's, you know, avoid fried foods. Yeah. Uh, Satchel Page once said, avoid fat, fat 
foods because they angrify the blood. Yeah. That always made sense to me. That's I don't true. Know why, but, yeah. Um, yeah. Lean meat, fish. Yeah. yeah. Stuff that doctors tell you are going to make you healthy sure. is going to make you a good runner. Yep. Did you have a famous or not so famous inspiration when you were running oh, or absolutely. coaching cross country? Absolutely. Steve yeah. Prefontaine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. He was, he, for his day, I mean, I know his, a lot of his records are gone now, but sure. for his day, he was the greatest. Yep. I, mean, I remember I was in college when we got the word that he died and we just all broke down and cried. Yeah. I watch, old, I, the track I watch old videos of him and it's amazing oh. the, his kick is unbelievable it's like somebody has a rocket underneath his legs <laughs> and it's just truly amazing to watch him go around the track I yeah just, and mm. I mean he was he used to say a lot of people run a race to find out who's the fastest I run a race to find out who's got the most guts yeah I love that it's great. Yeah, I liked <laughs> yeah. his attitude. I loved his, you know, some people thought he had a chip on his shoulder, but he just brought everything he had to the game. And I think he respected it so much. It was so cool. And there are very few people. You don't hear about that as much anymore with cross country. How many distance runners have had three movies made about yeah, their life? Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, it's, it's, he's amazing. Um, would you, uh, you have been known by many people teachers and students alike to have phrases one always still sticks with me everybody asked me how I'm doing and I said if I was any better I would be I'd twins. have to be twins uh-huh and I've always remembered that it cracks me up every time but you have this probably more than Mike Lang and the Pittsburgh Penguins with phrases <laughs> and I'm just curious did you are you aware of that consciously where did that come from can you turn that off for me sure, sure. <laughs> okay and I I got a pr- 